there is a state. This is liquid gold. Mikey. All right. Where the swamps are old and the fans are gators or Seminoles. Welcome back to mm. liquid gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, that was kind of a tough one, but we'll, we'll go with it. Uh, today, very special episode today. Now that we're, we've counted how many episodes we've done, we're at, I think we're at 102 now. So episode 102, that we was, are going to go over. That was my ele- elementary school bus. All right. Number 102. Shout out Dot, the driver. Lucky old 102. I'm your host today, Mike Wolf, along with my co-host. Kenneth Dedman. All right, Kenneth. How's your day going today? That's uh, all right. Dealing with, <laughs> dealing with the allergies. Yeah. They're, yeah. My, uh, my sinuses got me by the nards. Much like, uh, like climate change has Florida by by the nards oh wow very special florida centric episode today we're going to be going over the swamp water cocktail one of those just legendary bizarre 70s trashy trashy 70s cocktails created by uh, u.s marketing execs who wanted people in the south specifically the southeast to start drinking more chartreuse so back in the 70s they came up with this cocktail called the swamp water we're going to talk about it Pretty fascinating drink. And then we're going to get into the Florida Files. We've got uh, Florida Files is our special segment that we do apart from booze news because a lot of the booze news that we find in the world and that Kenneth digs up happens to come from Florida. So we had to create a whole special category, the Florida Files. So we've got a, a big show today and we have a really special guest today. He was part of our season three sake season finale. An epic episode that you can go back and check out on liquidgold.show where you can go back through the archives and see all the shows that one we've of our, done. This is one of our earliest episodes, right? Like no, it was season the, three. Season three. Uh, cool. Season finale. But it was How many it was episodes in? Like, uh, I mean, we kind of just make up seasons. Anyway. Probably 52. Like, <laughs> episode 52. It was a really good episode, but it was nowhere near the best. So that's just how high a bar you guys set. That's what you think. (laughs) His name is Byron Stitham, close, close but distant cousin of uh, Jason Statham. He's my dad. So that we got two, both have um, some stubble. Really good looking men can probably kick people's asses. One of them makes sake. One of them makes films. We both drive fast. Yeah, (laughs) getaway drivers. But we've got a lot to talk about with Byron, who recently reopened and opened a new tap room at Proper Sake. He is the Toji with the Koji. A lot of times that's the case. Which you're going to have to go back to that (laughs) that, uh, season three (laughs) season finale and and find out what that means. But he's basically uh, the man when it comes to making sake in the South. You know? Pretty incredible. I was born to do it. That's... By Statham heritage, I guess. Yeah. You know? We're we're born to make sake and uh, commit crimes. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> Hell yeah. So uh, we'll get into his whole new uh, tap room and what he's doing there. He's doing some really amazing cocktails. And uh, there might be a swamp water riff that we're going to talk about <laughs> later. Just to give you an idea of what a crazy time period this was. So this was back in the 70s when... Uh, marketers would come up with cocktails like the Tequila Sunrise was one, the Harvey Wallbanger, which we still haven't mm-hmm. really covered. 
Um, and even you can go back pretty far on the kamikaze as well. But the swamp water was a part of that. And uh, it's basically green chartreuse with lime juice and pineapple juice. And maybe a couple other things you can throw in there. We'll get into the recipe later. But this was meant to be batched out in by, by the gallon for, uh, for people in the southeast, particularly people partying in Florida colleges. So um, it's a, it's a, it was a very interesting time to be marketing cocktails. There was a very masculine bent to a lot of this. It had an alligator mascot on these special mugs that were made. It was like throw a swamp water party at your house with the swamp water party kit. That's great. And you could purchase that for back then for four ninety five, and included uh, twelve branded jars. We should probably get uh, get on eBay and see if we can find one. But um, the the heavy handed marketing with a lot of these ads, they would say things like more bang than a wall banger, and then they would say good. they they instructed you if you were at a bar and you went over to to order one from the bartender and if he and they would say in the ads and i quote if he asks you what the fuck it is tell him followed by the recipe (laughs) (laughs) um another another quote that i want to say from one of the the original swamp water ads was quote do you dare ask a date to your swamp water party by all means hell yeah many a match has been made while nipping our naughty nectar End quote. So I think that's probably illegal these days. This is a salacious. I wonder how many sliding glass doors got broken at these swamp water parties. (laughs) What's the over under? (laughs) Uh, Total? Hmm. Probably 112 glass doors. It's all a conspiracy by a big glass, big glass sliding door. All right. So we're going to get into a little bit more of the history. This, this, this uh, bizarre 70s cocktail. And we'll get into a recipe a little bit later. But Byron, you've got a lot going on in your world. Uh, you are, you're making all this beautiful sake. You've got the Koji Gold. So um, have that. Yeah, which tell, tell the listeners, tell us about Koji Gold. We know about it, but where can people pick it up? What is it? And why is it so damn delicious? Man, it uh, has just been chemically formulated to mm. be the most thirst-quenching yet palate-rectifying summer crusher that also crushes in the winter. Mm. Uh, and that's just all thanks to the magic ingredient we know as koji. Mm. Um, so, yeah, you can get that most places around the South at this point. Uh, Trader Joe's, Publix, Whole Foods, sometimes Kroger. They don't always play ball, but when they do, you know, it's a place. I've seen it at Kroger. Play ball, Kroger. Yeah. Come on, Come play on. ball. Most bodegas in, in town, too. A lot of bodegas. Which is like, that's, that's big. That's how you get your name out. I uh, I would support going to the bodega anytime you can versus the grocery, you know. I got a funny story about uh, buying some Koji Gold one uh, over at the four-way next to Lipstick Lounge. Uh-huh. This wasn't too long ago. Your like, four-way? No, your oh, the four-way other one. is yeah. uh, Holly. Stop. And, right. Gotcha. Way to clarify that. Um, Yeah, I was grabbing a, f- a four-pack Koji Gold and... Um, um, it's kind of like muddling around there and, uh, Kevin Antoon from Southern Grist walks in the door and, and I was like, like waving at him. I'm like, Hey, Hey, and like, and then I, I, luckily there's Southern Grist right in front of me. I like I pointed at it and grabbed that too. And, like, <laughs> and checked out. I like them both. Yeah. 
There's room on the show. I kind of like how, yeah, it was, yeah. Oh, man. It was a, it was a, I giggled about it later, but like, like oddly, like a, it made stressed, you, man. It made you sweat a little bit. Yeah, a little sweating under the collar. Uh, so you mentioned it a little bit earlier about how um, it's one of the things that, that you use to to create flavor, and it's one of your uh, special secret ingredients, but it's not a secret. So tell us, what is koji? I know you did it on the sake season finale, but it's been a long time. Yeah. And that was pre-pandemic, and yeah. no one remembers anything pre-pandemic. It was... Uh, so tell... Yeah. Yeah, the pre-period, so... Uh, well, koji can be inoculated onto any number of substrates. For sake, it's rice, but you're essentially uh, inoculating your grain with Aspergillus orge, and uh, what that does is creates a really cool enzymatic compound that you can use for fermentation. Mm. And the culinary world uses it, it all the time. The beverage world uses it. The Japanese have mastered pretty much every iteration and form of it for all sorts of ferments and whatnot, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, it really is a miracle ingredient. Yeah, people use it to like marinate steaks. Yeah. And yeah. Um, what do you think it does to a steak when you use it like that? I think it does what dry aging does in a better way and mm. faster mm. Um, in a safer environment uh, because it excludes a lot of things that can spoil uh, just by its nature. Again, mm. it's a miracle ingredient. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we sell koji. Yeah. You do? You sell it to restaurants around town? Yeah, just throwing that out there. Yep. You mm-hmm. know, Reach out if you uh, if you need some koji. Cool. And where's the best place to uh, find you online and all that, all the socials? Mm-hmm. Our Instagram. Yeah. At proper underscore sake underscore co. No more underscores. You got to have the, in- the underscores on there. Yeah, they don't let you not. Yeah. And you've recently reopened a tap room and you're in a whole new location now. You've got a new tap room, new brewery operation. Um, tell us about what's going Congratulations. on in the, in the tap room. Thank yeah, you. and people are loving the bar Thank there. So. Yeah, it's been a real, a real joy, a much more preferred location for me than the downtown spot. And it's a, a much larger brewery space, so I, I'm able to do a lot more things that I've been kind of dreaming about. And then the bar, which is totally separate, um, we've decided to deem Rice Vice, uh, which being kind of a, a subsidiary concept to the brewery itself, uh, because I wanted to be able to do cocktails and various ferments unrelated to sake, uh, our beers on tap, uh, but also, you know, a nice place to drink all of our sakes, and we're selling some Japanese sakes as well, um, which has been really fun. So we can kind of highlight a lot of the breweries that have been so uh, open with their information with me over the years. Mm. Um, and most of this sake is not available anywhere else in the Southeast. Wow. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. That's pretty amazing because that's, if you were at a gin distillery, you're not going to be like walking over to the bar and like tasting a bunch of different gins from all over the world. So that's, that's pretty neat. I thought so. I mean, that's kind do, of we, the sake. do we make less money on the Japanese sake? 100%. But yeah. are people going to have a better time? 100%. And they won't forget. And they won't forget. Yeah, tasting some of that yeah. awesome stuff. What's uh, What are some of the Japanese ones that you've got right now that you're excited about? Well, anything I have from Tamagawa, which has been a, a huge brewery to me over the years, just from an educational standpoint, um, we try and keep as much of their stuff on as we can. Uh, Tadori Gawa, which some of you may know from the the hit documentary film, Birth of Sake. Mm. Um, they do a lot of sakes in a very similar style that I, I try and uh, recreate. Um, and Kido Azumi is another one we draw a lot from. Um, but 
so far we've been able to bring in three or four new sakes every week pretty much mm. uh, so it's a very evolving list makes That's sense fun. as like a creator to also yeah. show people celebrate the, shit the, the master the yeah. shit you're into yeah masters um and they've been doing it for so long yeah i've only been doing it just a drop in the bucket it's fun well you're doing really well you've got the nigori unfiltered which is incredible we do have that you've got I the genmai diplomat yeah you haven't been serving the nigori much it makes the glasses so mucky ah yeah mm. Uh, people ask about it. I'm trying to wean them off because we don't have a dishwasher right now. Okay. Mm. Uh, yeah. There's other stuff, but also, you know, Nagori's great too. Yeah, it's great for, you know, you can make like a painkiller with it. Yeah. We did that. That yeah. was amazing. Let's tell let's let's tell folks like that are new to sake because um, uh, we, we touched on this a little bit years ago, but what's some like general styles? And as people are out at the liquor stores and, and buying things at bottle shops, what are some um, styles and words that people should be looking for if they like dry versus sweet, filtered versus unfiltered? Yeah, those are those are all good points to measure. Um, I mean, usually a jumping off point for us is that we highlight Yamaha and Kimoto styles, which are going to be on the older record of styles. So they're ten- tending to be more complex, a little more umami forward, um, and typically a little less fussed with in, in the back end processes. So it's a bit more more raw. Mm. Um, outside of that, if you're looking for something a little more refined, you're going to want to lean towards the Ginjo and Daiginjo styles, which means the rice is going to be polished a little further. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, if you're looking for a, a dryness versus, you know, sweeter component, there's a, there's usually an SMV level listed on the sake. Mm. Um, and anything kind of in the middle is kind of irrelevant. Uh, it could be, it could come off as sweet. It could read as dry. Unless you get over, say, plus 10, it's going to be almost, to a T, it's going to be dry. Anything mm. below minus 10, you can expect to be pretty sweet. Mm. Very cool. We're up. That's good. That's yeah. good to know. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's, um, before we get into the full-on Florida files, let's get back to why this drink has endured. Wouldn't you say green chartreuse over the last 10 years? has become definitely it started as like you you need to use this in cocktails this is really fun to use in like a manhattan it's really fun to to sneak a little bit in into a daiquiri sneak a little bit into a gimlet and then you saw bartenders starting to shoot chartreuse during the shift instead of fernet (laughs) which is dangerous (laughs) that's a dangerous game uh i remember people putting it speedy shout out speedy yeah uh i remember people putting it in water guns and going around the bar and squirting water guns of chartreuse into people's mouth. Wow. That mm. was a thing. So if the thing is, is the swamp water cocktail would have never been created if it was, you know, 10 years ago. But back in the 70s, no one was drinking chartreuse. It was sitting there on the shelves. Bars weren't uh, making cocktails with it. You had the era. Um, there's a great punch article about this called Chartreuse Had Its Very Own Party Drink. Uh, written by Al Kulatan. He's got a great article about this, talking about uh, some of the history. So the drinks of this era, let's go through a few of the drinks that were popular in the 70s. And this is what the the marketing folks with Chartreuse were trying to kind of attach themselves onto. You had the Harvey Wallbanger, which was that big uh, Galliano cocktail, which is, 
I think there's some people who like it, but I'm always surprised when people say they like it. It's really <laughs> kind of strange. Galliano and orange juice, essentially. Then you've got the tequila sunrise, which we always tell people go back and listen to the shots episode of tequila sunrise that we did where we tied in the, the theme of the movie to the cocktail. That was fun. And then, uh, as they quote new Orleans legend, Chris Hanna, uh, in this article, you had drinks called the Goombe smash rum runner, the bushwhacker and the Bahama mama. And so the swamp water was really just trying to emulate this style of easy drinking, fun, party drink and they they wanted folks to batch this by the gallon and the what's amazing about the name the swamp water is they were focused on that color that green color which they accentuate with the lime juice and the pineapple juice but also they were really trying to market this to the southeast and trying to get into that florida frat party college party scene um so the some of the recipes that they would give out were just huge because you were supposed to be making them with uh for a party you ever had anyone ask you for a swamp water no Mm. i have i Uh, have it was probably seven years ago and i remember thinking oh yeah i remember we because we we used to blend them at holland house every once in a while we'd mess around and blend some of the old rum runners or some of those 70s cocktails and so we did blend them uh, uh, on occasion but that was a long time ago maybe 10 years ago but you don't hear it a whole lot, but I think that this could be a good, if you're looking for like a, a conversation piece and a late summer barbecue cocktail, I think this could be a good one to trot out. Okay. So let's, let's find, um, or let's, let's give like just a decent, simple recipe for the swamp water. All right. So you could do what you're doing is being really strange by using green chartreuse as the main spirit in your drink, which is is a good way to be strange. We're not going to hate on it. So two, say two to two and a half ounces of green chartreuse, maybe one ounce of pineapple juice. I'd say half to three quarter ounce of lime juice. And you can, some folks like to splash in a little bit of rum, but uh, then you could use say two cups. Yeah. I'd say about two cups of crushed ice and do all that up in a blender and then uh, pour it into a jar. And maybe garnish it with a little bit of mint. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Delicious, herbaceous, summery, but also maybe hinting towards the holidays, maybe a little bit. So that's the swamp water. And uh, you seem to have been inspired by it recently. And you're going to be doing a take on it over at the uh, over at the Rice Vice. So tell us first what you're doing with the highballs there, because you're kind of focusing on highballs and making really good... Uh, thoughtful highballs. So tell us about that before you before we get into your riff on the swamp water. Well, yeah, um, <clears throat> another component of a cool Japanese adjacent bar is typically that there's some element of highball, and so we are, are in the in the vein of folks who try and get everything as cold as possible. So we got the icy mugs, the special ice, and then uh, we've been making our own bubble water, which has been an ongoing project to see just how many. PSIs we can get into that water. Oh man, that's exciting. Yeah. What's that situation like? You you got a um you got a you got a carbonizer? Yeah. Situation? I do. That's great. But I've broken a lot of CO2 regulators so far because they're not intended to crank up quite as high. How high are you going? And this is something that we've talked about on the show and we're passionate about. Yeah. 
having having really high PSI sparkling water like they did back in the 1880s, 1890s, people got hooked on soda water because <laughs> it was it had that spice to it. Yeah. They couldn't experience that yeah. feeling of life coursing through their nostrils. So how high are you going? So I'm taking the regulators up to 60. That's where most of these pressure relief valves keep going. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably on my sixth CO2 regulator. Okay. Um, Cause you just got to get up to the edge, you know? Yeah. Right. It's, it's, You're all about finding the edge there. I, I find the edge. I usually step over into the abyss, but on this occasion, that's God what the pressure you. relief valve is for. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, the whole point is to try and replicate the highball machines that Suntory makes, mm-hmm. which I don't know how they do it. It's, their IP, of course, but um, the the whole point too is that we get some salinity into the water. Um, like our, our friends over at Topo Chico there, mm-hmm. um, and we actually have the same water composition as we use for our sake. Oh, cool! So it's got some of the same minerals in it that mm-hmm. make uh, the sake hopefully taste good and mm-hmm. brew well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just crank that PSI up and That's then cool. add it to whatever your base ingredient is, and you got a highball. Excellent. Do you think you'll ever get in the 80s or 90s? Man, I'm going to need some new equipment. Mm. So hit me up if you know where I can get that high-pressure situation set up. Mm. I, I would out. love to see you get into the 80s or 90s and just like, that would be, I mean, people would run wild. Tight, tight bubbles. Killer. It's it's something or it's nothing, you know? Are you, so you have a set amount of salt that you're adding. Is it like kosher salt? Are you doing maldon? What kind of salt are we talking? It's seaweed salt from Japan. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's cool mm-hmm. stuff. It's They derive it from, from kombu that they mm-hmm. soak and then dehydrate and all that. Amazing. It's wonderful. That's super cool. Yeah. All right, so tell us about your swamp water highball. So uh, the, the origin story for this is really that I, I made something akin to green chartreuse out of some sake distillate that we'd been working on and was just trying to make a, a real difficult cocktail, something that was going to make people, you know, upset. And yeah. I did. I succeeded. Mm-hmm. And so after we reached that mountain, do you still have that recipe? Because I want to try. <laughs> I want to try the bitter mountain, the bitter cliff, whatever we're gonna call it. Yeah. Do you still have the recipe? Like yeah. if I wanted it, one hundred percent. Okay. Uh, uh, Kinsey and I really enjoyed it, so we kept it on a little longer than we should have. But of course, then we had all of this leftover distillate, and that's when this punch article came out and reminded me about this much more approachable, and also just you know hooliganish cocktail mm-hmm. um so we took our green chartreuse clone um, i started brewing a sake that the yeast profile actually uh kicks off ethyl hexanate which is the same chemical compound as pineapple um, oh. just to you know Neato. add yeah. a little bit of this a little bit of that uh and then you know fresh pineapple puree and a shit ton of lime excellent yeah damn and then the you know the bubble water the aforementioned intense bubble water. That's right. Damn, that sounds good. Is that sounds, debuted yet at the tap it's room? It's on. It's on. Amazing. Starting uh, last week. So excellent. So sounds crushable until people say no. Excellent. So that, 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 that <laughs> I feel like the swamp water is. That's why we're doing it right now. I feel like it is great for this time of year. Truly, because we had a little bit of a chill in the morning today. It's getting a little bit more manageable, I'd say, at night. But it's still going to be ninety degrees during the day. Yeah. For the foreseeable future, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, so, great time to get into the swamp water. Yeah. I love it. All right. Some might call it a state. Some might call it a state of mind. Some might call it an ethos. 
Some might call it a country. Others know it as a state. We're talking about <laughs> Florida Gator. Welcome to the Florida Files. I thought that went pretty well. <laughs> All right, Kenneth. We're going to do a Florida Files-focused booze news today. How traumatizing was it for you to do the prep for this show? I'm because glad. I only looked at a few stories, and I'm glad I, it you, got dark. I'm glad you went ahead and brought it up, because I was going to say something. It's like... Uh, News about Florida kind of just trickles in all the time, and um, I mean, someone else is out there filtering through it. But when you're going out to look for specific or not specific, um, you know, non-specific. Like, <laughs> well, we'll just say like any anything um, interesting, amusing about um, news in Florida. You have to read about like a shitload of violent crime and sexual assault and. It gets it, dark pretty quickly. Yeah. 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 So you get down to story you can't number eight. This. Mm-hmm. My advice to most people is like, you know, like there's websites, there's literally websites out there uh, that, that kind of filter it all out for you. Or there's the uh, Florida you know, man Twitter. As a palate cleanser, you know, just maybe search Vermont news after that. Yeah. yeah there you go. Right. There you go. Yeah. And I think you can also like be playful. Here's what I would suggest if you don't want to go to the dark side of Florida news. Um, be playful with your search, you know, like beach bum, beer, Florida, uh, yeah. beach towel, mishap, Florida, <laughs> uh, man slips and falls, Florida. But if you're just like Florida man does something bad or drunk, Florida, you know, it, it can get, it can get bad. Anyway, what's wild what about got? it is what like, uh, like, you know, you get an hourly report depending on your search engine when you, when you put in these, uh, Florida searches, like, uh, it it could take you like twenty minutes to get to yesterday's news. Yeah, and your your algorithm now is just fucked. Oh, dude, yeah. it, my YouTube one it kind of kind of has that too. Like, because uh, <laughs> I have it on like uh, what do you call it? like autoplay or whatever. So if I fall asleep watching some science stuff like um, black hole stuff, I'll wake up like an hour or two later and. and yeah, someone's talking about it. You're in the basement. Behead, beheading in Miami or some shit. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> I was dreaming about that. <laughs> well, you want to start with a statistic? We'll start with a statistic, like something cool I found in the background. Yeah, we've shit. even got the beep, beep, back it up, back it up. <laughs> we've even got the back it up out in the background. FedEx truck out here. All right, accid- accidental shootings in Florida are... Thanks went up 90% from 2007 to uh, 2017. How, it is how many percent? You, 90%. 90%. It's the state you're most likely to accidentally be shot. Okay. Wow. Uh, Swamp waters all around. <laughs> on the house. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. A uh, Florida woman tried to get out of a DUI by Irish dancing. No, wow. uh, there's video for this, uh, so be sure you get a look at it. It's super, super entertaining. Uh, Pinellas County deputies uh, pulled over a 38-year-old blah 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 after she had wrecked her car during a field sobriety test um, while walking a straight line. Said lady ridiculed police officers 
and started doing ballet and Irish Irish river dance moves, I guess. Wow. Um, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty bad. The videos, uh, it's great. It's great. Um, <laughs> you want to back back me up there? Yeah. With one. Okay. Okay, I got one. You can find plenty of um, DUIs there, but like uh, because we're a drinking podcast, I usually try to avoid those. You're gonna want a river dance. My, I don't know why it's not a swamp dance down there. Can we just call it the swamp dance? Uh, speaking of swamp I'm dancing, drunk. look at this. Florida woman arrested for allegedly twerking on teen at Christian school prom. This was uh, a woman who was a uh, former teacher at the school. I think she was just playing escort at the dance or so. But she was uh, arrested after an investigator spoke to an 18-year-old who said the suspect encouraged him to drink alcohol and rubbed her body against him when he was a 17-year-old at the point of Grace Christian School's prom and uh, pressured him to drink alcoholic beverages multiple times from a straw. (laughs) So that's that's (laughs) trouble because that's going to go down really fast. And then uh, began twerking on him, which uh, NBC News notes rubbing her buttocks on him. So we got some clarification on the twerk. Needed some clarification. That's wonderful. That's just good journalism. Yeah. So there's that one. And then, uh, oh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, what do you got? Byron, you want to do one? I I did dig up a little something. You got one, Byron? All right. Byron, join in the Florida file. Pretty incredible case here. We got a, a man who stole a forklift and drove it through a liquor store, destroying $100,000 worth of uh, materials. Whoa. And told the police that he was Alice in Wonderland and a hookah-smoking caterpillar had ordered him to attack the site. Amazing. Yeah. That checks wow. out. That, that checks out story. That was story book-worthy. Advice. That could have gone in the book Truly. if we had known about that. that well, is... apparently when the police showed up, too, he, uh, he charged them with said forklift until they were able to pull him from the machinery. Oh, that's what's up. Incredible. They're like, don't shoot this guy. Yeah. We need to talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> they just destroyed He knows something it. we don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no lawyer is listed for this man. Mm. Yeah. Well. He's unrepresented right now. So if you're out there. That's one of those outdoor forklifts, I imagine, with the big wheels. Like, <laughs> actually, those are a lot more a lot more dangerous than, a, than, than you think. I'm sure. Super heavy, of course, to, to counterweight like a pallet of liquid. Two yeah. pallets with $100,000. I think a pallet of like Jack Daniels is like fifty thousand mm. dollars. It wouldn't take long to do that much damage in a in a pretty big liquor store. Yeah, so. I think you could do that in in under thirty seconds if you get your aim right. Yeah, and if you get over to like the bourbon section, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's Pappy Van Winkle, I'm taking this down. All right, naked Florida man crawls through Taco Bell drive-through. Wow. Um, it's always one. 33-year-old in St. Petersburg uh, uh, crawled through the drive-thru completely naked. Uh, police showed up and found him uh, laying on the floor. Uh, he was arrested shortly after, and this is interesting, on a charge of exposure of sexual organs. That was the language used, and that kind of struck me. I was like, why wouldn't they say, you know, like just uh, naked? Uh, what, what, what are you, uh, public inde- indecent exposure or something like that. Yeah. But it l- led me to believe he had a boner <laughs> because like, uh, he was using his organs. All right. Like, <laughs> well, like, uh, dwell on penises here, but like, uh, if, if they're going to use that language, like sexual, then it means like 
it was, you know, like we'll see like the penis is one of two uses, you know? Yeah. Like if he was peeing wow. on, if he was laying there peeing on the floor, you know, like it would have been like public urination as well mm. by using his urination organ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Huh, so it's like you got to have it if it's in the holster kind of thing. Yeah. Hmm. I also, while doing some some recon here, well, I should say my buddy, my buddy Chip Hensley, he's he's a real data and research man. He Mm. was throwing stuff at me right and left. Shout out Chip. Shout out Chip. What up, Chip? Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Producer Chip. He also sent over uh, another another pretty slick story about a gentleman who was driving through toll booths without any pants on. Hmm. That's, uh, that's amazing. I think like it's, inc- it's hot down there. It's hot. Huh. I think yeah. like a really good, that's probably a good like search. What do you call it? Search, uh, search term or whatever. Yeah. Do like, but you don't want naked, do. <laughs> naked Florida man, pantsless mm. man or yeah. Pants, uh, pantsless yeah. or naked Florida, naked Florida. But mm. yeah, there's all kinds be of a good like Florida. It's like a tanning booth business, but it's like Google news us. <laughs> for some entertainment Just, yeah. and come by for a two for one special on Mondays well like uh, naked Florida man uh, bites canine punches and spits on deputies wow I feel, like, I feel like that's a hall of famer like from an old show it's have you talked one. about that one before no okay no, well, it's just something close, probably. That's the that's the that's another thing that I noticed was like in you know like um, in the painful the pain the trauma of uh, you know like you're hitting like nine murders per one funny thing sometimes if you're lucky. You never know with the Florida files. <laughs> well, well, there's no there's no like you you just don't run out of them. Like I watched like a YouTube of some dude that like broke some down that I didn't use today, and I was like. You know, like there's there's always similar stories when someone's like, you know, like someone's like, yeah, this dude in Florida like was riding on a um, on a like a tractor trailer down the interstate on the front of it. And I was like, I heard that one. He's like, no, it's a new one. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. Uh, Florida man breaks into home, sucks on sleeping man's toes. <laughs> Whoa. I like that one. That's yeah. kind of wholesome. Man. Compared to some of the other ones for for Florida, that's that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's like, can I get you a swamp water? Stop <laughs> sucking my toes. <laughs> keep going. We keep going, man. Shoplifting Florida man flees store, strips naked as steaks fall out of his pants. <laughs> yeah, whoops! Shouldn't have stripped once you stole the steaks. This is all this year. Um, Florida man uh, sets hospital bed on fire to get nurses' attention. Florida man calls 911 multiple times asking deputies to bring him ice cream and Jack Daniels. <laughs> That's a good one. There's a lot of like weird like 911 oh shit too. God. Like uh, people like get wasted and start calling 911 for like a ride home or like <laughs> to get someone another number. You gotta or, call like, the non-emergency line guys. Yeah. Clogging the lines. Go here. ahead and call the cops, but just call the... The different number. You're right. That's they'll a good get point, you, They'll get you what you need. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, call them up and be like, can I get a ride and some Taco Bell? <laughs> Is that too much to ask? <laughs> I pay taxes. <laughs> Naked Florida man spends 24 hours vandalizing school, all on video. On the Jeez, week over the that's weekend. exhausting. That's commitment. Yeah. Oh. It's like, sh- oh, am I tired yet? Nah, I, I got a couple I've, more hours. I've done too me. much meth to be tired. <laughs> right. There's always a dude driving a lawnmower on a street that's like got like a 50 or plus 
speed limit. It's a hallmark. Yeah. The mm-hmm. the lawnmowers in public traffic ways, like Florida just dominates the market there. Shout out to George Jones. And one time on his birthday, I drove the uh, my John Deere that I had at the time that I don't have anymore. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. Uh, what happened? Uh, drove it down to, uh, to uh, the gas station to buy beer on George Jones' birthday one time just to celebrate. Because that, that, that was one of his legendary moments here in that Nashville. Was a th- no, that was a thing. Like, he did it... Um, a little like he got in trouble for it but mm-hmm. he did it a lot like um he was a spokesman for quicksack which we we could throw a shout out the quicksack in inglewood they've uh-huh. got a lot of great beer do they have your beer there i feel I like they so. do I yeah they've, so. yeah. What they've quick, got some great beer where's there. that quicksack uh gallatin by the captain d's oh word yeah oh with the great. taco stand yeah oh yeah. man amazing taco one. place yes that's the one Holy crap. Okay. Good here, stuff. Here's Good stuff. Similar one. You know, like how I was talking about this uh, nearly uh, naked Florida man breaks into school, smears feces, and uh, cake frosting everywhere. Jeez. Two Holy naked man. dudes getting into schools? Man. Dude, it's uh, Lock the you doors. can find so many similar stuff. It's, but also with the diversion there, it's like come in tomorrow and play a little game of is it poop or is it frosting you know <laughs> yeah I know. yeah use all it's your both. senses <laughs> they are you know they teach the kids at school about using your senses like a school for the blind <laughs> oh man this sounds like montessori stuff right yeah it's experiential it's uh, mm-hmm. 380 pound florida man hides meth and belly button <laughs> <laughs> Most of this is Tampa too, like uh Well that goes with that saying. The Tampa Tales. I've seen some <laughs> fucked up shit in Tampa. We're I got to have another so segment. much time down there. Almost every St. Patrick's Day for ten years for sure with other visits. I remember one time, like always driving down there, flew a couple of times. One time I was walking from the skate park to the hotel. It was like a half a mile. It's kind of in the hood, still is. And uh, this dude in the Cadillac pulls up. He's like, yo, what up? You want to buy some weed? And I was like, hell yeah. I, I didn't bring any. Or I didn't bring enough. And uh, and like uh, he's like, all right. And then he pulls out this huge-ass bag of cocaine. And I was like, that's not weed. I got to get out of here. Like, and you got into the car, and then he spent the night with the guy, and you don't want to tell us what happened. Oh, man. It's too long of a story. I get it. It's its own podcast. All right, you got any more? Yeah. We're about out of time. Uh, let me let me rephrase that. What else you got? Florida man found sitting on family's roof in his underwear. Has no idea how he got there. <laughs> it's called swamp water, dude. Like uh, swamp yeah. water, swamp water again. Yeah, there's always a Florida dude with an alligator. Usually, usually, usually they're like pouring beer on him or trying to get him drunk. Always. Lesson being, if you live in Florida near alligators, you need to have a large cast iron pan. Have you seen that <laughs> that video? Mm-mm. That's what. There's a older gentleman, and there's a crocodile or alligator. It looked like a crocodile. It was enormous, coming right at him, and he had this huge cast iron pan, and he just bops the thing on the head, <laughs> and it just like stops, oh. and is like, maybe I shouldn't do this, and backs up. <laughs> so. If you're down in Florida and you're worried about alligators, crocodiles, dinosaurs, whatever, large lizards, look to the cast iron. I've got one story about lizards that came up last night, Mm. too. We Mm. reached out to a Florida friend of ours, and she said that when when they were growing up, her dad would give them 
$20 for every invasive lizard that they were able to smash with a brick. So they just kept stacks of bricks around the house, mm. smashing invasive lizards. It really seems like just like just wild. living. My first job. <laughs> it's like you're, you're, you can make a living. For Sometimes. like a couple of years on your applications, it's like still like, you know, like you haven't had three jobs yet, so it's still listed on your job application. Sometimes just living down in Florida seems to be hazardous. You know, there's like a hazardous, dangerous element to it. Hang on. Uh, but, but I there are parts of Florida that I love, I will say. I, I got some love for some parts of Florida. I Apalachicola. imagine mm. Dude that's hiring love someone, it. maybe at like uh, the fast food place, he's looking at it, he's like, smashing lizards, huh? Are you good at it? <laughs> I mean, hobbies smashing lizards for money this is uh probably a bonus if if you're making those smashy burgers but if it's somewhere that's doing the full-size burgers so you don't need that mm. yeah you could well, i mean you could do some smashed iguana burgers probably yeah. they're probably doing that yeah. down south florida yeah mm-hmm. that was pair it with the swamp water uh, done <laughs> iguana burger swamp water done first time in miami um driving down from, oh here we like, go Palm first Springs. time in miami <laughs> no, it was the I saw like uh, the first memory I have of driving into the town. Car in front of me ran over this pretty big iguana, and just like <laughs> I was like, "Oh man, is that how it is? I gotta watch iguanas die all day." <laughs> <laughs> but like my buddy that was driving was like, "Yeah, all it's nonstop, mm. like, all the time." Florida man breaks into home, cooks breakfast, tells owner to go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> go back to sleep. I got the eggs. It'll be ready in 20. Florida man arrested for giving aggressive wet willy. <laughs> Whoa, wow. That would, oof, that's tough. That would um, hurt. Florida man kick, kicked out of bar, picking two fights, claiming he's Mick Jagger. Damn. Can oh, we confirm man. or deny Good that stuff. it wasn't? You know? Oh, uh, it's... I'll show you his picture here in a sec. It's uh, oh, just it's it's great. <laughs> Is that he, supposed to be Mick like Jagger? A, oh, the Florida man that claims he's Mick Jagger. It's not that bad looking as far as he looks like a really he looks like a Florida Mick Jagger. Like that's what Mick Jagger think, would look like if he lived in Florida. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so incredible. I think he's right. Yeah, really. I can't argue. He with deserves him. that. Yeah. All these people are destined for some jail time. Um, but which uh, reminded me of one fact: it's that Florida state prisons have the highest instance of food poisoning in this country. <laughs> wow, wonder why that is. It's Florida Swamp fucking water? crazy. Did y'all hear about that Doomsday Glacier in Antarctica this week? That like they're saying is barely hanging on. Yeah. One of the parts of the article I had to read it because like I wanted to get more depressed was like uh, uh, they compared it to the size of Florida. Damn, that's enormous. Which is like exactly. I mean, what'll happen? I guess is what they're saying is if it breaks off, Florida's gone. It's it's destined, destined to uh, incredible. Damn, I mean, awful but incredible. What um what what are your uh, days and hours uh, over there at Rice Vice? Yeah, and I want to give the listeners. uh, They're at thirty one oh nine Ambrose Avenue. Yeah, East Side, kind of between. Ellington and Gallatin off of Trinity. Yeah, uh, Ellington and Trinity Wednesday Lane. You're right. Incredibly there. accessible, Ellington. You right. couldn't get That's there beautiful. easier. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Tell us. From? Yeah. Sorry. Tell us the hours again. Uh, Wednesday through Sunday, we open at four on the weekdays and one on the weekends. Excellent. Yeah. Good. 
day drinking spot on a Saturday? That's Dang. True. That's my thought. We Sunday? also play records, if you like records. Incredible. Well, congrats on the new bar and the new tap room Thanks, and fellas. new uh, all that stuff. Hell yeah, brother. Thanks. Thanks for coming by. We always love talking to the Toji with the Koji. Byron, Byron Statham. 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 Related to Jason Related Statham. Related to Jason Statham. Both are action superheroes. What the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> what, what do you think you he knows about Koji? Here? Probably jack shit. Probably about nothing. Jason Statham, come at us. He's like, nah, he'd, be, he'd know about it. He'd be like, yeah, like uh, brown rice. Alpha beta amylase? Yeah, of course. All right, my name's Mike Wolf. It has been a pleasure. (laughs) There's a plane landing outside. Do check us out at liquidgold.show. Follow us on Instagram at liquidgold underscore pod. Look for the book coming soon, November 15th, release date. And we've got the pre-order link at turnerpublishing.com for Cheer, the Liquid Gold Holiday Drinking Guide. It's a beast of a book. Tons of content. It'll take you um, from September all the way through January with a ton of different drink drink ideas, party drinks, batch drinks. We didn't get a swamp water drink in there, but that's why we do the podcast, so that we can do all the things that don't make it into the books. Hell yeah. Kenneth, always a pleasure. It's my pleasure, Mike. Who knows where we go next? Byron, my pleasure. My pleasure. My pleasure. Making, making Nashville more delicious by the day. Don't forget about Koji Gold. Don't forget about the proper sakes. Sakes. Shout out to Kinsey. We missed you this time. We'll have to get you back next time when we talk sake. Um, And uh, if you're curious about all things sake, go back to our sake season finale back from, I think it was 2019. As always, thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time right here on Liquid Gold. Later, Tater.